Welcome to Defender Discussions, a production of Dort University Athletics. Here with a look at all things Defender Athletics, your host, Bradley Lackman. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Defender Discussions. Our guest today is head coach Nate Wolf of the Defender men's and women's cross-country team. Coach Wolf has been coaching at Dort since 2015. He has been named the GPAC Coach of the Year four times as the women's head coach and three times as the men's. During his time as head coach, the women's team has won the GPAC title four times and has been runner-up twice, qualifying for the NAIA National Championship all six years. During his time as the men's coach, the team has won the GPAC title three times and was runner-up in 2016, qualifying for the NAIA National Championship all four of those years. Coach Wolf has also coached three individual GPAC champions and two NAIA All-Americans. In addition to coaching the Dort cross-country teams, Coach Wolf is also an assistant coach for the Dort track and field teams, where he assists in the development of distance and middle distance runners, high jumpers, and hurdles. Prior to coming to Dort, Coach Wolf was the head cross-country and track and field coach at Southwest Minnesota State from 2012 to 2015, and before that was the head track and field coach and a coach in the cross-country programs at Northwestern College from 2005 to 2012. Before we get to our interview with Coach Wolf, let's take a look at Dort University athletic scores and schedules. In men's basketball, the defenders won versus Concordia on Wednesday night, 75-69. to Next up, the defenders traveled to face Dakota Wesleyan and Briar Cliff to finish the regular season. In women's basketball, the defenders played Concordia on Wednesday night, losing 77-71. to Ashton Verbeek scored 19 points and had 19 rebounds in the loss. Next, the defenders are at home versus College of St. Mary on Saturday and will travel to Dakota Wesleyan for next Wednesday's matchup and will finish out their season at Briarcliff on February 20. Baseball opens their season this weekend playing in Atchison, Kansas, where they will have two doubleheaders versus Bethany and Benedictine. Men's volleyball is on the road at Ottawa, Kansas after going 1-1 one one last weekend. Track and field was at Mount Marty last week and will be there again this week Saturday. The U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association released their NAIA rankings on Wednesday for indoor track and field. The Dort men were ranked third and the Dort women were ranked fourth. The Dort University dance team competed at Northwestern last week Wednesday, earning a score of 68.25 to defeat the Raiders. Next, the defenders will be competing at the Concordia Cheer and Dance Invite on Saturday. The Great Plains Athletic Conference released their schedule for the upcoming championships that were postponed from fall sports. On April 3, the Dort women's volleyball team will face Midland at home. Women's soccer will have their first round matchup at Briarcliff on April 3 as the eight seed. We'll be back with our interview with cross country head coach Nate Wolf right after this. Thank you for joining me today. It's great to have you on, and I'm looking forward to our interview together. To start out, can you talk about the 2020 season? Um, it was a little bit different, but uh, you know, for cross country, with it being an outdoor sport, everything seemed to flow pretty nicely. Um, not really any schedule changes, postponements, but can you just talk about the 2020 season, uh, any challenges that you encountered, and then just uh, covering your uh, season overall? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that's different for cross country compared to other sports um, is 
I know that each sport in some ways is, is in control of their own schedule, but I mean, cross country, it's even more so. And so, you know, we did have some schedule changes from what we had originally intended. Um, some of us, we were intending to go to some division, NCAA division one pro um, meets, um, the University of Nebraska hosted one. Uh, we were looking at going up to the University of Minnesota's um, and those meets got canceled. Um, I think early on our conference, within our conference, uh, we identified that one of the best things we could do is to probably stay local, um, to stay within our conference and definitely within our, uh, definitely within our region, but um, even a little bit more local than that. And so um, by the time we made it to August, uh, probably August 10th or so, um, those transitions had, had happened within our sport, within our conference. And, um, you know, we, we kept things pretty, pretty simple. Um, during the season, we were intending to go down to, to Crete, to Doan, um, really because of anxiety probably of staying in, in hotels at that time. Uh, we decided to, to nix that and went to Briarcliff. So there were some changes. I think one of the things that, that we started out the year with in cross country was just a desire to really appreciate being able to, to race. And um, all of these athletes missed something in the fall or excuse me, in the spring. Um, they all missed a, a spring season, whether that was a spring outdoor um, collegiate track season or whether that was a, a senior year high school outdoor track season. They all were, they all were missing that piece. And so I think when we talked about just to being able to appreciate the meets that we went to and the ability to compete um, in those meets, I think that, that they really, they could really understand that. Um, I know everybody else, um, you know, that, that competed in the fall. Um, they also had to leave school and those types of things, but it was different for cross country compared to a sport like a football or a volleyball um, where they, they had their, their, competitive season. They missed their sp some of their spring stuff with spring football and those types of things, but that's a little different than, um, you know, our men came off of the indoor track season, uh, finishing second by, by just a couple points, came down to the four by four. And um, then a few weeks later, we, we disband and we don't see each other. Uh, we were really hopeful to gear up and, and make another run at that for the outdoor track season and, and, and try to challenge um, again for, for conference championship there. And so, um, I think those things probably, um, that in and of itself really probably formed the, the season and how we went into it and the mindset that we went into it. And I think helped to smooth out some of the changes or some of the challenges because the team was, yeah, definitely challenges of the day-to-day the -day stress of um, having to wear masks on campus and having to sit at a, a, a table for, in the commons with just one or two other people. Um, I think those relationships um, suffered quite a bit um, over the fall semester. Uh, but I think cross country was a place where things were a little bit more normal for the athletes. Um, there was a stretch where they could be, you know, they're running down the road, they're, they're next to each other and there's nothing on each other's face and they can see each other laughing and they can hear each other talking. And um, so I think, I think in a lot of ways, cross country became a refuge for our team uh, and we tried hard as coaches to, um, you know, both enforce the, the things that we needed to enforce, but also to provide, um, to provide space so that, that those requirements weren't stress-inducing, right? So, um, we do need to wear masks when we're on the bus. Um, 
we do need to to think about the the amount of time that we're together and the social distancing but um but to do it in such a way that it wasn't um, punitive or um overbearing and where they they wanted to be um, compliant to that just because um, it was what our team needed in order for our team to to be successful and to stay together and um, i think approaching it in that way uh, really helped them um, to be honest um, because they weren't doing it because they had to they were doing it because they didn't want their other teammates to that were doing doing a ton of work um, throughout the fall and, and ready to have a great season um, to get quarantined you know um, right at the end of the season so I think that 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 it really made for yeah a lot of challenges but really made for a lot of uh, really positive things that came out of it too um, on self-sacrifice um, being a part of a group um, that's pursuing something bigger and 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 what are the things that I can do um, to help help pursue that and um, many of those challenges were were part of those things so. And another challenge that um, your team has encountered is the postponement of the NAIA championships to April. How are they changing their routines to go and prepare for this championship? Yeah, you know, it's a little bit different, too, between the genders. Um, for the women, um, because they race 5K and because we have the 5K race indoors, um, you know, we just kind of keep have kept on training for most of them. Um, we haven't done much different. Uh, in terms of what they normally would, would be doing during the cross-country season. They're just, just running on the track instead of running on the cross-country course. Uh, for the men, um, we've had to make some adjustments in our training. Uh, you know, we need to, I feel, and this is, there's, there's a little bit of stress for me with this because I feel like we need to honor um, our commitment to the indoor track season and, and what we're part of there. We're part of a, a two really good track teams. Um, the, the men's team has been ranked number one and number two, or excuse me, number two and number three. Um, and the women have been number four the last two weeks. Um, and so both groups are, are really successful and have a chance to be really successful this year. Um, but we also have this thing called cross country nationals. Yeah, like you said, that's coming up. That is, uh, you know, just about, um, just about two months away, to be honest. And so, um, on the men's side, we've had to adjust some training because we're trying to get them ready to run some 5Ks and 3Ks, and, and those are a little bit different energy systems for them uh, than running 8,000 meters, which is what we run in cross country. And so um, they've been pretty good sports about that. There's been some athletes that we will, we will lose. We'll have a few athletes that are more middle distance runners and they prefer track. Um, and, you know, again, we need to honor that their college experience needs to be what they want their college experience to, to be. And um, they they run all summer and do cross country so that they're really ready to, to you know, let it rip on the track. And so we'll have a few athletes that, that won't be able to compete or, or will choose essentially not to compete because um, they're running 800s and thousands and miles indoors. Um, and we'll just make do with that. that. That's, again, I suppose, one of those challenges. But. Um, again, we're just pretty thankful uh, and hopeful to be able to go run at a national meet this year and, and contest that and see what that looks like. Both the men's and women's teams won the GPAC meet this year. And looking through the record books, it's easy to see that that's not something that is unfamiliar to this program. How has the Dort Cross Country program maintained its high level of success over the course of its history? That's a really good question. I And I think I, I sometimes I get nervous and I, that people don't realize how special that is um, to win, to win both championships 
um, since the GPAC started has only ha happened for one team in one year, um, just a couple times, just a few times. We've done it twice in the last three years. Um, and we were close to doing it last year as well. So almost three for three, but um, you know, I, I think really to me, I think when I think of the success of Dort's program, um, I, I probably look at it in a couple different ways. I think first, um, you know, Dort is a great institution and that helps. Um, it's a strong institution. Um, we have great programs. We have, um, you know, from an academic standpoint that are, are strong and vibrant. Um, we have a campus community that is, is cohesive. Um, we have students that are here that really um, promote Dort and really, um, you know, encourage people that they know, students that they know that they think would be good fits um, to come here. And the cross country team just as a whole is part of that, right? Um, it's not that, that cross country is the only one doing that. Our campus community does that. And I'm thankful uh, every time I'm in a, a meeting uh, with, with our professors for um, how engaged they are and, and the type of work that they do and um, just the high standards that they, they have, because that I think attracts um, the type of students that I, I desire to work with and, and um, really makes the, the job of recruiting a little bit more um, simple. I think secondly, I look at uh, the work that really has been done before um, I got here. Um, Greg Van Dyke and I started our coaching careers just a couple years apart. And um, Greg really built, especially the women's side, but even the men's side um, quite um, very well over the course of his career. Um, 2011, the men's team, um, I remember being at that meet, coaching another team. Um, the men's team ran incredibly well and qualified for the national meet. Um, the following year, in 2012, the women started making their run. And since 2012, the women's team has qualified for nationals every year. Um, and I think that work that he did, um, especially on the women's side, um, was, you know, something that when I took the job, it was kind of like, well, let's just see if we can keep this going for a couple more years um, because he had things going so well. And so um, I think his work in that area was, was, was pretty significant. He'd also had the men trending in, in a really positive way. When I came in, we had a, we had a really good team. Um, and we were able to build on that to the success um, that we have have today. I also think our track program with with Craig uh, Heinen, he um, when he came here, um, you know, I've talked to him several times that the program was in a, in a good place, but um, you know, he's consistently year after year, year built that to another level and um, track and cross country are so closely connected in terms of our athletes doing, you know, many of our athletes doing both sports. Um, but that team being successful is really important for um, sustained success within the cross country program. So, you know, to me, those things I think are really important. Um, and I think um, like anything, you know, if, if we don't recognize the, the things that are going on around us and the things that have happened before us, it, it really doesn't allow us to provide a very, um, a very good chart charter moving forward where we want to go. And so, um, I was fortunate with with those things to step into a really good situation and and um, we've been fortunate to to have really good students choose uh, to come to Dort and tell their friends that they should come to Dort and run here and be part of a, our program and um, yeah you know I think <clears throat> I think as uh, as we've been able to to kind of cast our own vision for what the program looks like over the last um, six years 
Um, that's been something that's been attractive to, again, really good students um, that want to work hard and excel um, academically, athletically, spiritually. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a real pleasure to, to work with the team. This year's team was, was just unbelievably easy to work with. And um, yeah, kind of a, to, in, in a lot of ways, kind of a culmination of, of the previous five years in a lot of ways. So. And I had the opportunity to watch your teams compete a few times this fall, and it was a lot of fun to watch. It's really easy to tell that they're in it for each other and they're um, celebrating each other's successes. Can you talk about the team mentality involved in the sport and why cross country is unique that way? Yeah, you know, our sports really, and track has some of this. Um, wrestling would be a sport that would be somewhat similar um, to, to probably to to cross country, but um, our sport, we have this, this unique thing where um, you can have this individual success. Um, we could have an individual national champion on a team that was last in the conference, right? There's, there's that piece. And then there's this team success piece where we, have, where we need all these pieces in order to have team success. And sometimes you can have both some team and individual success. And so um, it's a really interesting sport in that way. Um, it is, I think people look again at, at cross country and I, I hear this, they say, well, that's just how cross country runners are wired. And um, I don't think that's true. Um, I hear that about grades. Well, cross country runners are really good students. Our cross country runners are really good students. Um, that doesn't mean that every cross country runner is a really good student. In fact, um, when you look, um, you know, when you look across, even just within our, our um, our region, um, there are, and I've coached it at a couple other schools within our region. And, um, you know, sometimes you have really good students and sometimes you don't. And, um, and I think in the same way, um, the mentality of, of running together and running for each other, um, we, we talk a lot about we run with our teammates and we run for our teammates. Um, that's something that I think they have to choose to embrace. And we have to choose as coaches to, um, continually to encourage them and that they need to, that, that we are, our, our sport and the absurdity of running the number of miles that we do is, is worth it um, when you do it together and when there's a shared purpose. And, and understanding that um, two people who are doing uh, work on one day, they might be doing something that's different. Um, one athlete might be running 12 miles for a long run and one athlete might be running eight miles for a long run, but we, we both got our long run in for the day. And so we both are accomplishing the things that we need to do um, and that have been prescribed for us to be successful. And, um, uh, you know, human nature is, is one to, to compare to other people and um, human nature is one to, to say, well, what's my piece of this and where am I important in this? And, we just consistently try to talk that, that cross country functions best when we function like the body of Christ. So there are a lot of pieces, there are many parts, um, and, and we only have one athlete uh, or two athletes that get an opportunity to be the top runner on the team. Um, and the top runner is really valuable, but the top runner um, is no more valuable than the fifth runner or the 18th runner um, because the, the top runner is doing the same work as those people are. And, um, I, I typically start that off each year with the team. I say, who's more important, the athletes or the coach? Um, and of course, the athletes all think that they're going to be nice to me and say, well, the coach is more important um, because we're going to listen to you and, um, or something like that. And I say, I, I remind them, you know, I can show up to practice 
if there's no athletes, it's not a practice. But if a coach doesn't show up to have practice and all the athletes are there, the athletes can have a practice. I mean, so only one person gets to be the coach, but the coach is, is really probably less important than the athletes are in this. Um, and I think just having that mentality and trying to pass that mentality onto the athletes is, has really helped um, with that idea that, that we are in this together and we do this together. When we won conference, I know you were there, you were taking pictures. Thanks for all your pictures you took this year, by the way. Um, but it was really important for me when, when our men's team and our women's team went forth to get the trophy. Uh, we only get to run 10 people. So 10 people ran at the conference meet. Um, but we have 65 athletes on our team. So we ran 10 men, we ran 10 women, uh, and there's, there's over 30 um, from each gender. And it was important to me that all 30 went forward and took, took part of that, took, got a chance to hold that trophy and be in that picture with that banner um, because all 30 of those people worked just as hard. Um, and those top 10 people, they're not special. They just get the opportunity to represent the work that everybody's done. Um, and so we, we try hard with that some years, I think, depending on the personality of the team, those things probably come through and shine through um, more. That was definitely the case this year. Um, some years it's, it's probably a little bit more work, um, but definitely the culture that, that we want to have. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you were able to see that. That's, that's really important to me um, for, for, to hear that and to, and to know that people see um, that they do this together and they, they suffer daily. Um, together. So yes, that moment after the GPAC uh, championship was really, really neat. Um, it was great to see. Yeah, that was fun. In all those days, I just kind of sit back. I'm like, all my, all my work, everything's done. These guys, they, they did it today. They, they just get to go up there, and I just, I think I sat on a picnic table and tried to fall asleep. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was great. This is your third collegiate coaching stop, right? Yep. Okay, and you've been at Dort since 2015. What has been the most rewarding part of your coaching career um, overall and at Dort? Oh, that's a, that's a great question. I think overall, I, you know, and it's, it's interesting, you know, in three places, I think each place I felt like I was there for maybe a different piece, right, and a different thing. But I think if I, if I had to boil um, 17 years of coaching, um, that I'm completing my 17th year of coaching into really one thing. I think the most rewarding thing is seeing um, freshmen come in and, and leave as seniors. And that, that maybe sounds kind of strange because um, you're seeing them leave. It really has nothing to do with coaching. But I really enjoy seeing somebody develop from an 18-year-old um, who is unsure of where they want to go to college and is maybe unsure of, of what their gifts are into being a senior who knows where they're supposed to go, what that looks like for them in this world. Um, obviously at a place like Dort, I'm recognizing that um, they're part of a greater kingdom um, and they have kingdom work to do, um, regardless of whether they are um, gonna be doing physical therapy, um, being an engineer, being a teacher, um, whatever that might be. And so um, to me, um, the least rewarding thing and the thing that breaks my heart is if we have somebody who comes in and they never seem to develop as a person. Um, that, 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 that's always hard for me um, because um, obviously from a selfish standpoint, if they're developing as a person, they're probably developing as a runner. Um, that doesn't always happen, but um, they're probably improving as a, as a runner too because the things about accountability and discipline and responsibility that we, we, we see happen as people mature um, are also really good traits for good runners and good students. Um, but that doesn't always happen. Sometimes 
there's injuries and those types of things that happen. And, um, and to see that somebody graduate and be ready for what's next, um, I think is probably overall the most rewarding thing for me about coaching. Uh, I think at Dort, and I alluded to this, um, I, I really want my athletes to understand that, um, that this, this athletic piece and this running piece, it's one of the things uh, that I, I resonate with with the Defender way really strongly. Um, and when, when, um, when I helped, when Ross and I and several other people sat down and were talking about wording with the Defender way, one of the things that was really important um, to me is to, with the Defender way is that um, we understand that, that this athletic realm that we're in, um, which is, is really, um, our culture has really taken and, and, and kind of made into something different. Um, we were going to the Super Bowl week this week and the, just the, what goes on with Super Bowl week in and of itself and the fanfare and, and the, in a lot of ways, the, the worship of these, these tremendous athletes um, and the value that we place on the, the voice of these tremendous athletes. I think um, it's all broken, right? It's a broken system. And, um, we need in, in, in athletics to, to understand that, that, that athletics isn't separate. Sport isn't separate from our faith. At Dort, um, we don't integrate our faith into our learning. We, our faith is integral to our learning. It's, it's a wellspring. It comes out from within us. We can't help but, but just change everything that we, we touch. It should. That's, that's the goal. We, we, we screw that up all the time. I get that. But um, that's athletics is part of that. And our our running um, is probably one of the, the rare times that we get an opportunity to worship God with mind, body, and spirit. Um, we get to pour everything out that, that God has given us. It's, it's not just our mind. Um, it's not just our body. Um, it's not just our spirit. It's, it's all three of those things that come together when we, when we race um, to be able to, to have a worshipful experience. I um, mean, I think we can do that in our running. Um, I think we need to do that in our running. I think, um, when we do that, we're better runners, I guess. I, I, I think there's a positive to that from just a competitive standpoint. But it's a more fulfilling experience, and I think it's, it's an opportunity um, that is really unique that an athlete only has a few years um, to be able to do. I still run, um, and I try to do those things. Um, my body's failing as I get older, right? Um, and I can't run as fast, and I can't run as far, and I can't do the things that I could once do. And so to be able to do that for this stretch and to be able to connect that faith is really important. And um, we get to talk about that at Dort and, and try to make that happen. Um, and so I think that's also probably specifically to Dort, the thing that's the most fulfilling. Um, I also, you know, from, I guess, a straight coaching and a professional standpoint, um, I really appreciate, um, um, I really appreciate when my peers from our conference um, have voted me coach of the year. Uh, they don't have to do that. Just because you win, you don't get, you don't, there's no right to that. Um, I, I appreciate the people that I coach against. Many of them are, are some of my, my best friends. Um, and to, to know that they um, look at our program and say, you know what, you had a, you had a really good year. Um, it's a really humbling thing for me. And um, I probably don't tell them that. Um, I wish I could. Maybe they'll listen to this and they'll go, oh, well, that's really nice. But um, it's not, not, not getting the award that I think is really important. It's that um, people that I, I work with and, and compete against would, would, would be willing to, to write that down and, and you know, award that to me. So I, I think that's a really 
humbling thing as well that I, I've appreciated the last few years. And can you talk about your four years as a college athlete and how that's impacted your time as a head coach? No, I don't remember them. They're too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, um, it's 20 years ago for me now. Um, yeah, you know, I didn't like to run when I chose. I, I liked to race. I, I really didn't like to run at all. I Anything that I did with running was really just because I liked to race and I liked to race fast and I liked to win um or try to win um, when i when i did those things um my college track coach the third race that i was running a, i anchored a distance medley at cornell my third race and i had a track coach and a cross-country coach that were separate so i'd gone through the cross-country season and it was the third time that the track coach had seen me race and and i get done and i walk over to the cross-country coach and him they were talking and and uh, the track coach looked at me and goes man he says you just like to race he says, you, we just got to get you in races. You just like to race. And I, I do. I just, I enjoyed um, the race itself. Um, it was probably the end of my sophomore year. I'd had uh, a bout with mono and some injuries uh, that I, I really made a transition to um, wanting to run and, be, and wanting to be a runner uh, besides just being somebody who, who wanted to race. Um, Going into that summer, um, I also made along with that as as can I think again as I think often happens, I made some pretty significant um, changes in terms of um, my spiritual walk, um, and and those two things really kind of um, coincided and coalesced for me um, to start to to make some strong connections between my faith and my running. Um, my my cross country coach was Dale Thompson. He coached. Um, from probably about 1978 till uh, I think he retired in about 2014 or so. Um, so I had several years and, and uh, I ended up coaching with him as well um, for uh, uh, a decade, I guess, for 10 years as well, um, which was, was pretty um, rewarding. But um, Coach Thompson, uh, most of the things that I probably it would, would adhere to in terms of how I view sport, how I view running, um, what I want a team to, to learn um, were things that I learned from him. And most of those things I probably learned um, as a junior and senior um, as I made those transitions in terms of my running and my faith. And so um, I'm pretty thankful for him, his, his mentorship, uh, his coaching when I was an athlete, and then his mentorship when, when we coached together. Um, I... Yeah, I, I couldn't thank him enough for um, the work that, that he did and that he put into me. Um, I was kind of a probably a pretty anxious little punk that he had to, had to work with. Um, so I think that that time was pretty formative for me in terms of, of um, just my experience now as a coach. And um, yeah, and then the, the, like I said, the, the, probably the decade after that when I coached with him was probably as well. Um, yeah, pretty influential for me. One final question for you. How do you find a coaching style that is beneficial for the team as a whole? That's a good question. Yeah, 65 athletes this last year. I think that was about 20 larger than the second largest team in our conference, which was already probably 10, 10 people larger than the third largest team in our conference. So uh, most teams carry somewhere between probably 20 and 35 athletes, and, and we are um, you know, well past that. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's a challenge, um, and I think it's been a challenge, and I think if you had athletes who were here 
Um, as that, that roster has grown, they would say that there's differences from year to year. Some of those are good. Some of those have probably been, been negative. But I think in a couple different ways. I think, one, we, gotta, we need the right people on our team. Um, you, need, you need driven people, uh, disciplined people, and accountable people. And if, if you don't have that, it doesn't matter if you have five people on your team. Um, they're not going to do the things that you need to, to have done. So I think that's, that's one thing. And it, so it starts with them and just the quality people that the athletes are. I think coaching, sometimes we, we think that we're going to do it, you know, all this transformative work. Really, um, we, we have an influential piece, but I don't know that we always give the athletes the credit that they, they deserve. And they deserve, in my program, you know, most of the credit for, for the success that we have. I think secondly, I think, um, you know, I try to empower them that this is on them. I, again, it might sound stupid, but um, I, didn't, I didn't go get the trophy at conference because I didn't do that. But this is them. And if they want that, they have to do the work. I think a lot of times we talk um, about goals, uh, just in general in sport, we talk about goals. But um, in our program, we talk about what are the things that you need to do to, in order to accomplish your goals. It, whatever your goal is, that's fantastic. I, I, that's great. But what are the steps to get there? Because if if you're not willing to do the steps to get there, then it doesn't matter what your goal is. Um, and so again, I think empowering them that, that, that the success that we have will be on them and um, encouraging them and casting a vision for them of what that success can, can look like. I think creating a group where they want to be together um, is another important piece. Um, we have athletes that I've recruited over the years and I, I ended up stopping recruiting them because I did not feel that they would be good fits for our program. And uh, if we're going to go run, you know, from the start of our, our training to the end of our training um, this year, we ran basically from Sioux Center to, to Bozeman, Montana. If you're going to go do that, you better do that with people that you like and that you enjoy and you want to spend time with, because there's a lot of time running from here to Bozeman, Montana. And, um, you know, so I, I think that's another thing is, is, is making sure that the people that we get just fit more importantly than that the fast and so uh, we work hard on that there's one other thing i was going to say to that as well oh and i and i think i think for me it's important that they know that i care about them um beyond what they can do is running and i i probably don't always do that as well as i should and um probably is a goal for me every year to do better but you know i i think as coaching staff we care for care for them um we want them to excel um, beyond their running. Um, again, I, I really want to see them to develop and be a, as a senior, be a different person than they were when they were a freshman. And to, to be able to say that their running is, is a large part of that development. And so I think for me, those pieces kind of coalesce to, to probably, um, you know, why it's worked out for us the last few years to have a roster this big and, and continue to be successful. And and we talk to them, you know, we never know when you're going to be needed, when, when an athlete might be needed to step in. We have a young lady, she's a senior this year. She's had to battle some injuries, but as a sophomore, she was on fire. And um, our team is an accomplished championship team and does not go to the national meet if she doesn't run out, out of her mind that year. And when I was recruiting her, if you'd ever told me that she was going to go run at the national meet, I'd have been like, man, I really, I'm not sure about that. Um, but when it was her time and the team needed her, she stepped up into that and fulfilled that role and fulfilled it really, really well. And so we highlight those things if we can in, in our program, because, um, again, there's only one top runner and the top runner gets a lot of a lot of praise um, externally. But internally, we need a lot of people that are willing to, to push the top runner and to push all the other people in between. So 
uh, we, we try to make it about that as much as we can. That's a good question. I, I, something that I, I think I roll around in my brain all the time, how can we do this better? Um, so it's, it continues to be better and better experience for the athletes. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you uh, coming on for this conversation and we are grateful for the service that you give to Dort Athletics. Yeah, thanks Bradley, I appreciate it. This has been Defender Discussions. Watch for future releases on the Dort Athletics website and on our social media outlets.